Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Linda. I'm Charles. I'm Seth. I'm Chris. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, streaming services today. There's been a little bit in the news about uh, streaming services and uh, especially Netflix having lost a bunch of subscribers, supposedly, according to what we're hearing. Uh, but that may or may not be the case. Is that right, Chris? Yeah, uh, well, they, they did lose a lot of subscribers and not just subscribers, but if people are invested in Netflix, you lost nearly 40% of your stock value recently. Um, it's been a little bit crazy and people kind of have this knee jerk reaction. Uh, so what Netflix announced recently, which is I think the first time in their history is, you know, they lost a couple hundred thousand subscribers uh, this past quarter and they're projected to lose up to like well over a million additional subscribers going out through the next quarter. So people are kind of freaking out what's going on. Uh, what is Netflix doing about it? And, and you know, why are they struggling a little bit? And, and I think there's a couple different ways to view it. I think there's a whole combination of problems. Um, but we can start with talking about the content, right? Do we like what we're watching on, on Netflix and the shows that we do have? Uh, I personally take huge issue with uh, a lot of series that end up getting canceled after a while or just not committing to them. I think we all have shows where we experience that. And yeah, exactly. Um, you know, is I've seen, uh, you know, uh, Stranger Things is one of the ones that they hold on to that 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 keeps going. But you can't rest your platform on on like five shows, maybe. You know, that right. you're not gonna cancel. Uh, you don't give your time to, to you don't give yourself a time to build up a, a fan base if you just right. go. And why does anyone want to get invested in anything if? If you're just going to walk away from it later. Right. And it seems to me that they, they waste a lot of money, especially, um, you know, it can't be cheap to start up a sci-fi series. Um, yeah. You know, it's one thing if you're doing maybe a Western where you've got ready access to a lot of, you know, Western type props, or you can be out on a ranch somewhere with horses. Uh, but in the sci-fi world, you've got to create expensive you know sets uh whether mm -hmm. it's space stations or spaceships or you know alien planets or whatever um you don't just go out into the montana countryside and start filming a sci-fi series uh unless maybe you're uh bill uh, hedges yeah bill hedges <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah, or you're uh that uh dust uh sci-fi uh network right um mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah, I, I have to admit to getting uh, kind of turned off a little bit, a little uh, gun shy to watch new series because you hate to get that investment in the series and then have it only go for a season. And at the end of the first season, there's so many unanswered questions because they were hoping for a second season and then the second season never comes. And you're like, well, that's a bunch of crap. So now, 
you kind of want to hold off and wait until you're uh, two or three seasons in to start watching a new series because then at least you think, okay, well, maybe this is going to be around for a while. I don't know, no. Charles, if you've had a similar experience with that or. <clears throat> oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. No, you got me thinking about something. Uh, back in the olden days for me. <laughs> no, but before before online streaming, there was, uh, and this was on the West Coast, there was a video store. It wasn't a chain or anything. It was a private. It was some guy just decided this is what he was doing. But it was quite expensive to belong to it. But what it was was old movies. It was anything that had won an Oscar um, he had. And then okay. he had all the uh, books about the movies oh. in the store also. So you'd go in... Like I said, it was real expensive to belong. It was like, you know, for me anyway at the time. I remember it was like a $50 investment or something, you know, at the time that was horrible. And um, <laughs> Right. But for a Friday night, you could go in, you'd look through these movie books, you chat with a few people, you chat with him. Everybody there's a movie expert, you know. Yeah. And then you'd walk away and you'd watch some horrible old movie. <laughs> but, but, but it was... You know, you'd watch some black and white flick or something. That usually is what you know, and but it was an experience. Yeah, sure. And there's been I very little. That. There's some of this online. Netflix. There's none of this for the most part. Um, right. But, but I remember you had a film education for uh, for for the money you spent. And yeah, it, it sort of gave yeah. you a little. In yeah, a little investment kind of behind the scenes and a little more information about the movie you're about to watch. and Watch and what happened to the actors or what kind sure. of trouble did they have. And you had all of that before even. Right. Um, or what was it the sort inspiration of made an experience it. about it. And uh, yeah. so there's very little of that online period right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there's a little. There's a little. I found a, I've, not on Netflix. I found a couple of there's a couple of offshoots but there you know there's been one or two good movies and then um yeah and so i don't know i i understand because i was thinking of of unjoining netflix too for a couple of months just because why not right right um and if i'm spending money on other venues um you know and i have my system of i everything except for just it's about except for Netflix and Amazon. Oh, uh, if I sign up for a month, the next day I unsign up. Just <laughs> so that right. I don't. Right. That's what I do. This way it doesn't continue. So, so I have a month of watching. Yeah, and I have to remember to sign up again if I want to. You know. Yeah. See the so then you try series. to binge everything that you want to see on that particular streaming service in that month that you've just paid for, right? Well, uh, sort. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wait until there's yeah. something I want to see on it. And yeah, then, right. Then if there's some side shows that interest me, then so be it. And of course, in the spring, it's a hard time to watch. <laughs> it's a hard I know. Time. I there's so much going on. Much right. It's, and I, uh, I, I have one. Yeah, and I half wonder if uh, part of the the Netflix drop is due to spring and summer coming, and people are thinking they're going to be more outdoors outdoors more and and have less time for that streaming well, I'm well sure especially now people really want to get out 
I mean, people yeah. have been kind of cooped up for the last couple of years, so there's definitely yeah. an increase in that as well. It's a yeah. horrible cabin fever. Yeah. 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 And I'm sure, Seth, you've got experience with some series that you probably got into that were suddenly canceled. Just a little bit. But <laughs> yeah. Firefly, anyone? Uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> more more recent one for me is uh cowboy bebop yeah i was also gonna say cowboy yeah. bebop but i can't resist the yeah yeah firefly has got to be we got to hold on to that one yeah Never hey, Seth, your audio is a little hot oh um but uh That's, yeah but then so seth so you know well and linda anything uh anything you've started watching that uh didn't last long that you were I know uh, we've been you've been big into Yellowstone, which is good. And then you started what is that eighteen eighty nine or that's Paramount Network though. Yeah, but that well, but those relevant, but yeah, but those are still streaming, 18, right? Eighteen eighty three. Yeah, got and they will. I mean, that's I think Yellowstone is still up like the most popular series uh, of all streaming services. So that's not going to go away anytime soon. Yeah. So. Yeah, but uh, on that note, that seems to be the benchmark, right? If you're not a top two or three among right. streaming yeah. services, you're you get canceled. And and I don't understand that mentality. You don't. What about for those of us that aren't watching Yellowstone? I'm not watching it. I could care less. I, I'm not right. saying it's not good. I'm just not watching it right now. That's right. not my draw to like Paramount or anything like that. You know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm on Paramount for uh, other series like uh, you know the Star Trek. Uh, uh films and, and and series that i can watch there i'm sure. on you know hulu for whatever various things that i can't find anywhere else uh i you know i have access one way through another um shared account or not you know who knows right uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit too and 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 sure. ultimately i want those shows to continue that's entertainment for me if i get bored <laughs> of one thing i want to have an option i don't want what everyone else is watching that's not yeah. a way to go about it that's not you know, diversification in your streaming portfolio. That's garbage is what that is. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> kind of the old uh, cable mentality. Right. Yeah. It's like, no, you there's no other, we're the only option. We're the only game in town. Mm -hmm. uh, these are what we're going to show. Yeah. Uh, tune in for the ads or it gets the axe. Yeah. Right. Yep. yeah. You're still a little hot, Seth. Ah, Sorry. That's right. Hey, it hey, is like just by a smidge. I remember yeah. when we used to just have well, three channels and you had to watch what they served you. Yeah, so, <laughs> yes, I can't imagine um, well, how much money would I have wasted if I'd waited uh, for the last season of Dexter on Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah there, there's that too. I think, uh, well, you know, <laughs> on, on the money aspect, the other complaint that people have is they're saying Netflix's prices are too high. Yeah, um, they, and we they, have a, they have gone up. They, they are have gone up. up. They have twenty bucks a month now. Yep. Um, but there's there's different things that these services are offering, right? Netflix may not have the latest and greatest season available to you, but they have a very broad spectrum of content. Right. Um, and that content isn't just U.S. based. I mean, in the EU and in Japan and other regions of the world. Uh, and it used to be there was a way, I don't know if it's still doable, but you could actually go into Netflix and find a way to change your region. Uh, and it would actually give you different content based off the region that you were showing. So Netflix's library is vast. And, and on mm -hmm. that note, um, I'd argue that they're not 
they're not too expensive. This, this, they're going against the grain of this race to the cheapest service, right? To finding a way to um, build content and continue to pay the licensing for that broad amount of content right. that they have. Well, One distinguished thing I would say is they're not paramount. They're not, uh, um, I don't want to say uh, uh, Hulu, but but a lot like uh, Disney Plus, right? Disney Plus, yeah. Paramount, uh, HBO Max. These are services that that you know traditionally came off of from things like cable networks, and they have their own content library already. Netflix brought in a lot of those other uh, platforms into Netflix so that people could stream them on there and, and watch other movies and stuff. Netflix doesn't have a history of having its own um, library of content. They've had to build from right. the ground up. That's going to cost more. So I'd argue that yeah, the platform should cost more. They are paying for licensing and they're billing content. Yeah. It's not like Disney, where Disney found a way for all of us to repay what we probably already bought in the past through VHS, DVD, or whatever they re-released <laughs> yeah. every 10 years. Oh, Disney right. found a way to keep you paying for the same stuff. Exactly. Right. It has really no value for them. They're just like, mm -hmm. yeah, we, we put our library up here now, and now we're going to charge you whatever, and, and everybody's going to pay for that. Let's see what happens to Disney in 15 years. Are people still going to be paying the same price right you know? right netflix has uh, got know, a lot more to do and and netflix had you know they had the expanse originally yeah um and they ran that for two or three seasons i think three um and it was doing well and it was very very popular sci-fi series but they decided um it wasn't popular enough Mm -hmm. uh, for them to continue paying for it. And then, so then Amazon picked it up. And so now it's on Amazon prime. And, you know, fortunately I have, you know, memberships to both, but there's a prime example, well, prime example of, <laughs> yeah, of, you know, Netflix get, getting rid of a show that was hugely popular, yeah. uh, and that ended up being picked up by a different service. So you, you have to wonder sometimes what is their, criterias to the what what they whatever, whatever it is it's wrong show. whatever uh, yeah. criteria is is wrong because they cannot afford to let content <laughs> go and competitors right. pick it up their ceo wasn't interested in shooting himself off into space mm. <laughs> well so here's true I, I think the big difference here is that like every other streaming service was either a pre-existing, yep. like a premium channel, yep, or where you'd go to watch these movies, and who Netflix has essentially kind of kicked off their high horse on cable, or they're a major uh, production Studio. house. Yeah, yeah, like Amazon so, doesn't need revenue from their. Uh, literally, they do not need revenue from their video services. No, right. right. Between Amazon Web Services, with between their umbrella and and their shipping and and all the money they make on on their their online marketplace, they do not need the revenue. So everything is just bonus on the Prime Video side, and everyone who's subscribed as a Amazon Prime, you know, user. So they they're collecting their money one way or another. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and well, and the other thing that we see happening is like with. Um, Studios like Paramount, uh, mm -hmm. for example, um, used to be that Netflix had um, all of the Star Trek series, mm -hmm. you know, the the um, series from like, you know, Next Gen and Voyager and DS9 on backwards. Yep. But now that Paramount's um, got their 
Paramount Plus streaming service, they've begun pulling that content yep. back in-house so you can only get it there. Same and, thing with all uh, the Marvel, DC stuff, all of that stuff and, gets pulled yeah. out. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying about uh, Netflix is that they don't they don't own the original content for any of these right. and all the different pub production houses are like, well, we'll just do this ourselves, take it back, and then we can have a slice of that Netflix pie. Mm-hmm. Where Netflix to survive has to keep coming out with high quality shows and they might have a much tighter boot or a much tighter uh margin margin of error for like when something is profitable for them to keep Mm -hmm. and when they have to drop it and it might might be production values versus eyes on the screen and if it doesn't meet that meet something it's got to go because it's not getting enough people watching versus the cost of its making and and i'd argue that that their metric on that is off because sometimes it takes a while for something to become you know, a cult classic or, yeah. or, or I mean, look get, at Seinfeld. Seinfeld, for example. Yeah, Seinfeld. It, there's, and so with the expanse, what what it, what Netflix can't afford to do is to give away their original original content or cancel it, because they're 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 losing really stuff on the licensing side. Yeah. So if anything, That's, they should you know, continue what, to grow the library, whether people are watching it or not, because when it starts to pick up traction, they're going to be the ones with all that that content, regardless of. You know, whether Paramount pulls their stuff or Marvel or DC, um, you know, I keep Netflix around because I like the fact that they have a lot of foreign shows um, that are dubbed or like I like thrillers, murder mysteries, a yeah. broad range of things, uh, obviously a ton of sci-fi. Um, but Netflix is the only place I can go to get something that was made in. I don't know. Well, any other any other country, literally in another language, and hopefully it's dubbed. Sure. Well, some of them are not. Uh, yeah. But it's the only place I can get that content, and and that's where Netflix, I think, derives a lot of its value. You can have those made for Netflix anywhere in the world and get access to it these days. Mm-hmm. But you know, so, uh, I, they've been at this long enough. But uh, one of the problem, the the first into a market, and I I would consider Netflix the first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, always has the problem of they're the ones that spent money on mistakes right Every, true. everybody coming up the and now yeah. i i don't know what that matters to me because i don't i don't like having sympathy for corporations but uh <laughs> <laughs> you know i just it doesn't uh but that that is an issue i'm and i'm sure i'm sure they've uh made mistakes that you know, if they had it to do over again, but they were the first in. Yeah, I, yeah. I think well, I think Netflix should be investing a lot more in your film festivals, your local um, yeah. uh, colleges that then have people coming up with their own uh, type of films to get that exposure out there. I think that would also help its user base, right? A ton. Yeah, so, I know for a long time uh, because um, Netflix had all the Star Trek content and. I'm a huge Star Trek fan. Um, when uh, Star Trek Discovery started airing um, in the United States, you could only get it on at the time. It was CBS All Access, which m- morphed into Paramount Plus. Um, mm-hmm. So you had to have a CBS All Access subscription to he- see it here in the United States. 
but the rest of the world could get it free if you already had a Netflix subscription. It was included with your Netflix sub subscription. So for the longest time, we have a, a whole house VPN here. So I would just change my VPN to yep. uh, make it appear as if I was in England. So then I could get on Netflix and yep. watch Discovery. Um, but Ooh. as Paramount Plus instantiated out of CBS All Access and then they began pulling all the Star Trek content back. Uh, it didn't, uh, it didn't make sense for me to continue doing that anymore. So, you know, I ended up, uh, biting the bullet and getting the Paramount plus subscription. Um, but, um, yeah, so that, that could be impacting uh, a lot of Netflix as well. Cause now if you can only get that content on, on Paramount plus, you can't get it on Netflix, then that alleviates another reason, yet another reason to be on Netflix. So, yeah, let's pivot a tiny bit on the subscriber loss. So how is okay. Netflix going to fix this issue going forward? And and one of the things their CEO recently said they're going to start focusing on, which they've largely ignored, which I frankly thought was kind of to their benefit, um, yeah. is is people sharing accounts. Right. Well, they had a cool and, <laughs> Wait, yeah, people so, do that? <laughs> right. And, and right. but but and as much as I, the there's a couple different uh views I've seen on it. One is that's what made Netflix so great. Uh the other is you know it's too little too late. Why weren't they you know focusing on this before? They know they've known it's been a thing, but but I'd argue so did all the other streaming services. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know, like like Hulu recently started cracking down and but not to a large extent as you'd think. So if you had Hulu, like live TV service, I think it is, um, they did crack down to where uh, only one household can utilize that that TV streaming service and it has to be registered there. So if anyone else tries to use Hulu live TV and another house, uh, it'll pop up and say, hey, we noticed your location has changed. Would you like to switch your live TV to this location? Um, but that's only for the live TV aspect, the rest of it, um, as far as your TV shows or whatever, they've kind of let slide. They just haven't cracked down on that yet. Um, yeah. So there seems to be different takes on how different streaming services are, are dealing with it. I don't know that Amazon does anything about it uh, at this time. Uh, Hulu's been working on it. Uh, Netflix apparently is going to start cracking down on, on the sharing of accounts. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm curious what you guys think. Uh, do, do you think that's a good thing? Do you think it's a bad thing? Do you think it'll fix companies streaming oh. subscribers i wonder <laughs> i wonder in the case of amazon if they don't have to worry about it as much because of right you know people don't necessarily want to give their amazon prime membership account number to just anybody right mm -hmm. because yeah all it's a model that kind of fixes itself yeah right mm -hmm. because you don't want people ordering a bunch of stuff on your <laughs> amazon account <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, whereas the other streaming services don't really have the giant uh, Amazon super store in the cloud. Yeah. Well, a lot of like a lot of different places uh, kind of solve that by letting you put family in. So they've got mm -hmm. a certain number of profiles. Uh, profiles that you can like you can yeah. put someone on as like in your family and they can use it. Uh, like that to me seems like an ideal way. It's like kind yeah. of a 50, 50, you can share your account, but maybe don't share it with 20 people. 
Yeah. Yeah. So you're limited to four or five or whatever on, mm -hmm. on well, depending right. on the service, I guess, of profiles, right? But my view is when companies start cracking down on people, they're not gonna get those other people back. Right. They're more, I think, they're more likely to lose customers through a crackdown than to increase the amount of money they get. Yeah, and I think the the difference there would be shown by the number of subscriptions versus the number of people watching a specific show. So um, you may see no change in subscriptions, but yet the viewership for certain shows will drop substantially yep. if those people get kicked off. And then suddenly you're looking at it. I mean, I wonder how that would have impacted uh, Game of Thrones, for example, because well. I think during that time there was a ton it was such a popular show yeah. um just everywhere that i imagine there was just a ton of uh sharing of subscription information so that people could watch that all over the place and then mm -hmm. suddenly if you cut that off and the number of viewers of that show drops then is that show yeah. still considered a number one show because in my mind the show uh i would think their algorithm would say the show has to be popular enough to bring in new subscribers. Yeah. And if we're not seeing yeah. the subscriber base go up, just the viewership go up, then that's not making us more money. And right. I think, Bill, you might have kind of hit on one of the points there in, or got or close to what I feel one of the points is in that uh, when, when you're sharing passwords or sharing accounts and not... Yeah like doing something like the family thing where they're separated out, what we're actually doing is muddying the data that is actually valuable to them. <laughs> uh, Although I've got to say, I, I doubt. That at one point, Netflix was an original um, commodity. As near mm -hmm. as I can tell, they still are. Well... Yeah, they but they've got, like they've got competition. Okay, now. I was gonna say they just aren't owned by anyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right, right. But they've they've got competition now. And the other thing that I suspect has happened, which no one's going to, they're not, is because they have competition. The cost of a stupid movie has gone up. An old movie that you have in your library. I mean, it just has to have. Mm -hmm. Which before they were getting them, you know, five cents a movie. Mm -hmm. But now uh, these other services want some a library also. They want and they want a bigger piece of the pie, probably. And I'm, so I'm sure so, in the background there's stuff like that happening. On top of it, they're just going to blame it on the consumer because that's that's fun for businesses to do. Yeah, <laughs> so, they like to pretend. It. But it's a short-sightedness. Is to me, it's not going to be. It's, I don't really think it's a consumer issue. It's Somewhere in the background is short-sightedness on, on on either Netflix's part or the investors' part, people that pulled the money, mm -hmm. not realizing until just now that the market was going to uh, be split. Right. Yeah. All right, but, Linda, you had something? Anyway. Um, according, to the <laughs> according to the Washington Post, it says, uh, in March, Netflix began trials in Chile, Peru, and Costa Rica that allowed members to pay $3 to add sub-accounts for users who don't live with them. It's also uh, allowing users in those countries to enable others who share their accounts to transfer profiles and viewing history. 
So it looks like they were trying at least in March to try some something different. That's because they knew what they're. That's because they knew what was coming on their their stock price after uh, right. losing those subscribers. They had to start looking at something. Yeah, and I think that makes sense. Like, I'll, yeah, you're not going to be able to stop people from sharing things, or if you're going to try and do that, it's going to cause more harm. So what you want to do is figure out a way that you can still make money when people are sharing things, because most right. people will will tend to uh, share. try and share and not not uh, go outside of the rules. Right. Like if, mm -hmm. It doesn't hurt. Like if, you, if you have the option to share your account for $3, that's just asking your buddy for $3 and he can have your password. Yeah. Right. Or your, an account on your Netflix. Right. Um, that seems, that seems reasonable. I mean, certainly cheaper than buying your own. And it's not ahead, just Net, it's not just Netflix because it looks like uh, didn't CNN just start a digital? It's uh, already dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It, didn't, it didn't even on, last. On that note, yeah. So CNN, they did a CNN Plus streaming uh, service. I think for the first month, <laughs> they had less than ten thousand yeah. uh, subscribers, and it's already dead. They killed it before the first month was even over. Right, and, and that's something that didn't I wasn't one. aware that that was an offering. I know, right? And to that point, it never got time to get traction. Somebody looked at that stat and said, look, we're going to start a streaming service. We're going to get like a million a month. It's going to be great. And they started it, and I saw zero marketing on it, or they didn't yeah. get it out to where exactly. people could actually see it. Yeah, the first and thing I heard of it was a you feeling. Yeah. yeah was until you just now out. mentioned it, I'd never heard of it. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and so on that note, whoever's looking at the metrics from that, they have zero patience. Right. Okay. These are people that are that want instant results, and in an in an economy where things are taking time, where things are shifting through uh, the pandemic, and, yeah. and and the shift of people. You know, we talked about earlier. Um, you know, people having uh, this massive cabin fever, right? And 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 wanting to get out now that now that spring's coming around, it's going to be slow. You couldn't have launched it at a worse time. You know, you should have launched it in winter. <laughs> right. <laughs> people had nowhere right. to go. Or you should right. have launched it, uh, you, you know, it, it's too little too late. So, like, I don't know where this ad is or where they think that I'm going to see it, but, you know, I didn't. Yeah. Right. Maybe. Yeah. And I yeah, mean. Because I definitely would have subscribed to something like that if I didn't know yeah. it was out there. If I didn't know no, it was there. Because then I don't have to buy a full cable subscription just to get just CNN. to get content. Right. I, I know. Like, I was going to say, like, that sort of thing would actually appeal to me if I had a streaming service for the news source that I prefer or right. whatever. Yep. Yep. Like, and I don't... Insane. And it definitely depends on what sort of content they put on there, too. Like, there's... Yeah. Well, they, they said, uh, notably, the service was conceived and developed under CNN's former owner, Warner Media but launched just days before Discovery Inc.'s long gestating acquisition um, <laughs> of the company. So the new person, new guy, was like, let's give it a couple of weeks. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, well, and here's the thing. It was $5.99 per month. For me, that was worth a subscription or $60 right. for the full year. Yeah. You're yeah. telling me right. I don't have to pay 60 to 100 bucks a month Good. to get a bunch of stuff I don't want to get right. This, 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 this is what we want. We want a la carte. This, this is a la carte news right here. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is exactly within 30 days. Well, like, this is what I've some streaming. What's that? Say again, 
Doesn't Fox have a streaming service, Fox News? I I think they do, but like I thought Fox, Fox Now or something. I, I don't know that you have. I don't know that you could pay for it directly, or you had no. to have like a, a cable, a cable package. Or, or no. Yeah, that Fox Nation. Yeah. So uh, one, uh, Fox has to rely on its audience of grandmas and grandpas to figure out how to set up a streaming service on their <laughs> on the TV that their kids got them. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, can we pull up? I, I have a link that was sent from Money Gink with the list of the the subscriptions, and I have a question for our uh, viewers before we wrap up here. Um, can we pull up that? The, it had the list of all the streaming services and the uh, eight top the videos. There. Okay, hang on. Yep. <clears throat> oh, hold on. There's there's a lot out there and it includes some with they, they all basically to be clear, pretty much every service out there in their house has their own original content, including you know, Netflix. We we talked about that a little bit. Some of these uh you know have zero ads, some have ads, most notably, you know, Hulu. Um, you know, you can pay to have ads or you not have ads. Netflix has zero ads, so they don't have that revenue stream. Oh source. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't want to load today. It is. Um, but this this uh, this link that'll come up here in a in a second has uh, um, the top eight video streaming services and what their costs are. Uh, so yeah, scroll down a little bit, and then that list should expand a little bit. But yeah, you've got Netflix, uh, Disney Plus, Apple TV, uh, Amazon Prime Video, uh, Hulu, Sling. Uh, YouTube TV and, and HBO Max, and and I've I've delved through pretty much all of these, but you know at what point when we look at these prices is is too much for you guys? Yeah, I, I don't. And we can, I add, this, we I don't can add this link into the uh, the the uh, stream as well. So well, I will say YouTube TV at sixty five dollars a month is no. Yeah, it's basically it's basically like going back to regular cable. Uh, you know, early right. 2000s pricing there or whatever. So, um, and I don't know who's paying for YouTube originals. I don't know what they're, I don't know what kind of value, if anything, there is on that. When I think of streaming services, I don't think YouTube originals. So somehow you're paying 65 bucks for live TV only there. Um, and maybe they're missing some uh, um, other benefits of that YouTube TV service. Maybe it removes the ads, but you know, I'm a, I, I don't know, I'm not a fan of Ooh, it. Oh, it's no better. Yeah, uh, better. Uh, they do include DVR services and some other things, but that also fluctuates in the cost. Uh, you can pay for how much you want to record. So, why do you need DVR anymore? Yeah, I, I don't know. So, uh, well, for the live TV that's not replayed, I guess. Um, you know, if you're recording sports or something, go sports, go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> these, these are the prices, uh, uh, is pretty much up to date, even down to, to Netflix now being 20 bucks a month. But you know what i'd ask our audience you know what you know what services do you subscribe to are you into sharing and, and how much is too much right uh, for me personally 20 bucks a month for netflix i still don't view that as overpriced personally uh because i look at it in terms of uh you know i never have to worry about ads yeah um yep. obviously there's a sharing capability with family and uh, ultimately, and they, they the, have a their library is pretty broad. It, it's right. not the broadest library. It does. It, that's just the fact. So they, they yeah. also have the basic plan level, yep. which is 
just for one streaming device, but is there any content you're locked out of at the basic level? It's not levels? content, but you do not get, uh, I think, 4K streaming. I think it does oh. actually impact quality as well. I think that's a bit petty uh, at this point. I think there should this should all be 4K at a minimum. Um, uh, but yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to throw in that just, just yesterday, there was a documentary I was interested in. And it ended up, I ended up watching, because the only place that had it was uh, a service called Freebie. We had to watch commercials. Mm. And so yeah. that's part of the reason I was going, well, I don't know if that, you know, if I'm going to end up, especially since I feel like over the last two years, because of the pandemic and stuff, I've overwatched TV. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. if I'm going to be watching something, it's going to be very specific right now. And if it's not on Netflix or not on Prime, then what am I? Well, Prime, I'm going to keep anyway, but uh, why not let it go for six months? Right. right. You know, I'm not, it's summer. Right. <laughs> I, I can't let, Agreed. Somebody else will pick those movies up and I'll get them somewhere. I may have to, you know. Right. Uh, of course, right. My, my one is so. not going to make a difference, but so it is. Yeah, so kind of before we stop, one last thing is that, like, we're just talking about the big streaming services here, but there's a lot of smaller streaming services that uh, deliver more niche content Mm -hmm. that are also lower cost and very worthwhile. Uh, We've got... Shutter. Shutter, Crunchyroll. Yep. Uh, (laughs) I'm a Crunchyroll subscriber. Anime and... Uh, uh, no wonder uh, I don't know what it is. Well, yeah. anime and Japanese uh, drama series. Uh, yep. yep. Uh, Dropout is one of my favorites. That only costs us $5 a month, but we watch a ton of stuff on it. So... Uh, yeah. yeah I think the streaming realm has gotten really diverse at the end of the day. There's so much out there you can do. And, you know, subscriber numbers can't go up forever at the end of the day. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, the uh, population is. (laughs) (laughs) So technically they could. But they're not getting any richer to be able to afford the, you know, year-over-year cost increase. True. Right, 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 right. Well, and you can only (laughs) watch so much stuff. Yeah. That's That's my problem with so many streaming services. We, We struggle with it as a group here. We have yeah. so much stuff to, to, to watch, and so we don't all get to it. So we, we hope that one of us at least does uh, get to them. So, uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a real challenge today, too. Right. All right. All right. Well, it seems like a good place to wrap it up. So, again, uh, in the comments, let us know what you think about, uh, you know, sharing your uh, your accounts, passwords with family and friends, if you think uh, you'd be willing to pay that extra charge per month if, if it was available mm-hmm. as an option, or if you'd rather just uh, continue doing it under the table as you are now. Yeah, and, and to help uh, evaluate your experience, go ahead and send us that uh, username and password <laughs> so that uh, we can see how your viewing habits have been going. Well, yeah. Just comment down below, let us know. 
All right. Sounds good. And then uh, be sure to check us out uh, on our website, galacticdriftwood.space. And you can check out us and our partner podcasts on synergynation.net. So we'll look forward to uh, seeing you all next week. Uh, we'll have some interesting uh, movie, uh, news, movie and uh, series trailers to check out. So uh, until then, take care. Uh, stream on, as they say, and we will see you next Who time. Who says? Who says that, Bill? Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.